Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Let's go hour number three on a Monday, getting ready for the Cowboys wildcard game tonight. Chad and Zay with you on this Monday. Hour three always starts with a beat, specially chosen for you, for you and me, by Zay. What do you got, Zay? I got five on it, messing with that in the weed. <laughs> Classic. Lunas. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I might be botching it, but I think this might have been it for him. One hit wonder. Lunis? Yeah. That's it. L U N I Z. Okay, one time. Yeah, I haven't heard much of him. It's a pretty good one time, though. Oh, yeah, it's a classic. You're going to go. It's a classic. What's Especially it down south. What's it called? I got five on it. I got five on it. Yeah. All right, you got five on the Cowboys tonight? Five on the Bucks? Mm. What you got? What you got five on? Can I get your pick officially for the people? You have. You are. Clearly, you've you've laid it out that you are not going to be rooting for the Cowboys. Yeah, people quit calling me Stephen A. Zay. Jeff Ketchum threw that in everybody's mind now, uh-huh. calling me Stephen A. Smith last week. My hairline's better than his. Your hairline is a little bit better. Your hairline is a little better, yeah. although Stephen does look pretty good in that Cowboy hat. I will give him that. <laughs> um, so, we know you're not rooting for the Cowboys, but in terms of a pick... What do you think? I've heard a lot of folks in this last few days leaning towards the Cowboys in a pick. Uh, you know me. I've said for the last few days, I don't like this matchup for Dallas. I'm picking the Bucks to win. I'm rooting like hell for Dallas. Got my Cowboys stuff on today, but i got to be realistic about the pick as always. But what do you think of the game tonight? I think the Cowboys get it done. I, I, I really do. I think just the troubles that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have had all season. They're things that the Cowboys could do really well. Now, I know this defense in this last month has really struggled, but I think with, you know, they they took a week off last week. Say what you want about it. Them playing against the Commanders, everybody was checked out. So other than getting your body a little bit battered, you, you, they took a week off. So they were focused on this game, and now that it's here, I think they're going to capitalize on the opportunity. You know, the stats that stick out for me, which are big reasons why I think the Cowboys are going to win tonight, is the Bucks are one of the worst teams in the red zone, 22 in the league, and they are also one of the worst teams on third down, 21st in the league. The Cowboys on defense are knife in the league on third down stoppage, mm-hmm. and they are knife in the league at red zone stoppage. So I think 
if you don't allow the big plays like what we saw with Mike Evans and the Carolina Panthers a couple of weeks ago, if you don't allow those big plays, and like you said, Chad, just have somebody over the top so those things don't happen, then when you get into the red zone, if Tampa Bay does get into the red zone, it could come with a lot of threes instead of a lot of sevens. And if you're the Cowboys, that's what you want. But we all know at the end of the day, if Dak Prescott plays the way that he's been playing all season and gives Tom Brady more opportunities, the Cowboys could be in trouble, but I think this is the week that we see Dak Prescott have a good game, bounce back, utilize those three really good tight ends, Ferguson, Hendershot, and Dalton Schultz, and the Cowboys should be able to win this game and go into Philly with some confidence. There you go, Cowboys fans. See there? Zay's picking the Cowboys to win it. You, we always talk, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always talk about the player you want to beat you. You know, don't let the running back beat you. Dare the quarterback to beat you and those kind of things. The more the Cowboys see Ryan suck up tonight running out there could be good. Now, not a ton of them. You don't want to give the man eight field goal attempts or anything. But I think you're absolutely right on the red zone stuff. The Bucks absolutely can bog down in the red zone. Those are going to be huge. Third down is big in every game. But third down, Bucks on a drive. Can the Cowboys contain it, keep it to three, and then can the Cowboys end drives? How many, how many drives end in a kick, and how many drives end in all of us rolling our eyes because of Dak Prescott or that offense screwing up? That's a big balancing act in this game. Anger started that last game. He started the mess himself. All the issues of that Washington game started with him, a Pro Bowl quality punter that could not catch the snap. Anger made you angry, huh? And it all went from there. Then the returner screwed up. Then later the kicker screwed up. And it just affected everything. It infected and affected that entire team. So how many drives can you just take your medicine, reserve the right to kick, I don't know what coach said that first, but it is a great way to think about it sometimes. Let Anger punt because he's really good at it. Let Maher kick because he's pretty damn good at it. Not all the time. you got to get in the end zone, I know, and hopefully you're ending with Maher extra points and not Maher field goals, but tonight's going to be, I think there's a a certain bar fight, rock fight, slow pace to this ball game, and I'll keep saying it, Zay, I'll be the old man. You know it's a stat I love. I'll th- I say time of possession wins this game. Either way. Yeah. Either way. You keep the ball, you're going to win this ball game. This this is going to be a game that the rest of the country is going to – they'll love the storylines. Just because, This is going to be like an ugly sort of when the Steelers and Ravens play a really close game on like a Sunday night. You're interested because of the branding and because of how important it is to these two teams and everything. This is a playoff game, so that'll be interesting. But this is not going to be super high-level football to me. No. No, and yeah, I apologize, Specs Texas. Thanks for letting me know the Cowboys will be going to San Francisco if they were to win, which is way worse than Philly right now, in my opinion. But yeah, I think it's going to be a slobber knocker dogfight. I think, Chad, the first team that could get in the 20s could win the game. Yeah, I got like 24 winning it. Yeah, I'm right there too, like yep. 24, 26. And yeah, it's. Uh, Chris Godwin is going to be huge tonight because I don't know how much 
uh, Dan Quinn is going to allow Trayvon Diggs to follow Mike Evans around? Because remember, when you mirror somebody like that, it could just mess up everything that you have going on overall instead of just allowing Trayvon Diggs to play in you know one side of the field. Just moving him around, that could be dangerous depending on how Chris Godwin could go off. But after that, it's very limited for Tom Brady. So if they could stop Chris Godwin along with stopping Mike Evans – then that's a very good sign. But, you know, just playing tighter coverage, because we know Tom Brady wants to get the ball out of his hands quick, playing tighter coverage and making the tackle. You can't allow that allow yards after the catch in this game because that will be brutal. We know this Cowboys defensive line, they can get pressure on the quarterback, Dorrance Armstrong, for him to have a good game because all eyes obviously are going to be on brand new daddy Micah Parsons so yeah you know if Leonard Fournette could get going that's gonna be scary for the Cowboys because Leonard Fournette hasn't been able to get going since week one when they played the Cowboys and him just doing anything on the ground that offers some type of play action momentum that could really hurt the Cowboys, especially when you have Xavier Rhodes, who's fresh and who knows how much locked in he is with the playbook. We know Tom Brady's going to go after him because he's new. And yeah, if they could take advantage of matchups, the Cowboys could be in trouble. But I just think with the stats that we just said, the third down stats and the red zone stats, what's made life difficult for the Bucks all season long is where the Cowboys are going to be able to thrive tonight yeah it's interesting you bring up that run game that's the that's a big concern for me as a Cowboys fan go all the way back I go all the way back to that Bears game they won it but they gave up a ton on the ground that was that first game where we started to see the indicator of oh man you can run at the Cowboys but then the injuries started to get them you know mess mess with them a little bit but if Van Der Esch is back tonight and if Hankins is back tonight that is critical so if you've got Jensen at center for the Bucks and you've got Hankins Starting that game for the Cowboys, that's a huge matchup. And then as you bring in guys like Odigizua and Gallimore, how are they holding up? If the Bucks can just basic run three and four and five yards a carry, and somebody starts to, you know, and then Twitter and social media and stuff start to talk about playoff Leonard, that's not good for the Cowboys. If Leonard Fournette, and they'll swing little passes to him out of the backfield, if they get a little rhythm going, Fournette worries me tonight. You're like you're talking about last time he was even anything was against the Cowboys. This matchup to me is so weird for Dallas. Like I think they they've got to get out there and get nasty right away and don't let the Bucks go on some slogging long even a field goal drive early I think could hurt them. And the Bucks get up like 3 nothing, and then 10 nothing. It's a boring 10 nothing. That is the last thing you need if you're Dallas. Leonard Fournette, I think, is the one that could help him do that. I love that you said playoff Leonard because I know you remember this being the husband of a big-time Steelers fan. Remember when the Jacksonville Jaguars went up to Heinz Field and beat the Steelers a couple years? I don't think it was a couple years. It might have been like five or so, but Blake Borles. Went up there and Leonard Fournette had a huge game. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It could happen, man. It could definitely happen, but they haven't been able to run the football all year. Obviously, with Jensen being in the lineup, the center, that's going to help. And, yeah, the Cowboys are in serious trouble if Leonard Fournette goes off. 
Yeah, this is going to be uh, – it'll just be interesting to see how the game ultimately plays out. Everybody should be pretty healthy if you're just jumping in. Injury report, not a bunch of massive names. In fact, the massive names are back. We talked about Jensen with the Bucks, uh, Biotish, uh Looks like he's able to go full practice with the Cowboys. Micah Parsons, only reason he didn't have full practice is because uh, he has a new child now, and he was dealing with that. So uh, congratulations to Micah there. He should be ready to go. Tyron Smith full practice and Leighton Vanderesh and Demarcus Lawrence, all those guys able to practice um, on Saturday. Trayvon Mullen is the only guy listed as out for the Cowboys. And then the two doubtfuls for the Bucks are Kyle Rudolph and then one of those offensive linemen taking us back, Zay, to the defensive front of the Cowboys. I know it is the most boring way to look at football. But that's the one thing I'm looking at tonight as a Cowboys fan, other than the obvious. The obvious is number four has got to be clean. Number four has to be clean tonight. But the other thing is, does do the Cowboys does the Cowboys defensive line look like they're getting push? That's a big, big deal for me early on. Are they getting any kind of push? Are they rattling Brady at all? Because you've got to, and you've got to do something fast. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. And are the cornerbacks going to be ready to play a tighter coverage because they know that Tom Brady is going to get the ball out of his hands so quickly? Now, don't get called up because we know as the game goes along and they'll continue to do that, you'll get bit like Eli Apple got bit the other night on that little pump trying to gamble on those quick hitches, and then the guy ends up going for a quick hitch and go. Obviously, that could be an issue Mm -hmm. if you play too tight and if you stay consistent with that. Dan Quinn, he's going to have to keep his eye on those things all night long. But, yeah, I I mean – That's just what it is, Chad. Like, can they get pressure on Tom Brady? Like, he's the smartest quarterback to ever play the game. He knows how good this uh, line is. He knows Micah Parsons had two sacks on him in week one, and Micah's going to come after him once again. So it's just about protecting Tom Brady if you're a Bucs fan. And if you do that, you got to be happy with the result no matter what because you know Tom Brady, whatever you say, him being 45, him being up and down this year, It's playoff time. He's going to be locked in, and he's never lost to the Cowboys ever. God, you still, and he'll still make a throw or two. There's been some ugly at times, but oh, then he'll then he'll make a throw and remind you, mm-hmm. kind of remind you who he is. We've talked about Evans. We've talked about Godwin. If Russell Gage is able to go, he's made some big catches for Brady this year. That Cade Otten cat at tight end, not bad. Has not been bad this year. Um, and then, you know, again, that, that offensive line, what do they look like? Do they have everything they want there? Is If Jensen's back, he's been activated. If he's back, what does that do? And then on the defensive side, we talked about it. Vita Vea technically listed as questionable with a calf injury. If the Cowboys have to deal with him, Biotish right there in the middle with Vea. It's great matchups in the middle of these lines, man. If Jensen's back, he'll have to deal with Hankins. And then if Biotish is back, he has to deal with Vea. You That's remember, big time. You remember 2021 season, first game of the year? It was same matchup, Tampa Bay versus Cowboys. It was at Tampa Bay. Yes. And Cowboys didn't run at all up the middle due to Via Veda being up there. Yep. I remember it. I remember it. That is not like that's how terrified Kellen Moore was of Vita Vea, and that defense was a lot scarier then than they are now yep. coming off of that Super Bowl run, but still. Like, hopefully that's not in his mind because Via Vea is still good, but this ain't that same 2020 defense that won the Super Bowl. No, and you got to attack him. You got to. You got to go after him. We can't see that nervous Kellen Moore that we talk oh, about because when he gets nervous, he gets conservative and it gets real basic, and then teams figure out what you're doing, 
and then you're putting too much on Dak Prescott, and uh, you know things can go wrong. But like I said, these five games we just watched, four of those five quarterbacks threw more, had more passing attempts than their team had rush attempts. Only Brock Purdy was the other way, and I don't trust Kellen Moore to scheme it that way. Dak may have to throw 35 balls tonight. He may. So, I would like to say that's okay, but I'd be lying. No, and you, I know I know you'd love to keep it around 30. I'm just trying to keep him under 40. Because if he gets to 40, I think that's really bad. Brady can win this game throwing 40, 45 balls. I don't think Dak can. Keep that number down. Keep the numbers up for those running backs. Can they do it? I'd, if I could get Kyle Shanahan to that game tonight, I would feel a lot better. Because he could figure it out. I don't, tr- I don't trust Kellen Moore to do it. If that 40 comes with a lot of dinking and dunking to your tight ends and stuff just to keep the ball out of Brady's hands and kind of have a right. through-the-air ground game, then I'm good with that. Yeah, because like if, if that could stay like, which I know we're really pushing it, if that could stay 42 attempts, 33 completions, Oof. zero interceptions. Oh, my God, that'd be phenomenal. Where can I sign? Can I sign for that? <laughs> I'll sign for that right now. <laughs> like, Daniel Jones just went 24 for 35, 301. You know, I heard my my boy Ty Henderson on B&E this morning saying, Daniel Jones better than Dak. I'm like, I don't know about that. But I can see what he means with how Daniel Jones is playing, and a lot of that has to do with Brian Dayball and Saquon Barkley and just the confidence that they're putting in them. But if Dak could get around, you know, around there, maybe eight incompletions, over 30-some attempts, man, I like the Cowboys' chances tonight. No turnover, especially in the red zone, especially the pick sixes. I like the Cowboys tonight. I do. If they can stay clean, uh, they could do it. I hope you are right, Zay. Zay's picking the Cowboys to win. What do you think? Uh, the Specs text line is 337-3776. Who do you th- got? Who you got? Do you think I, – I still got the Bucs. I, <laughs> I think it's like – I mean – it's like a 24-20-ish kind of thing, maybe 24-13 kind of the thing like that. I think 24 gets there. I think the Bucks will get there. And, again, I just don't have enough trust in the Cowboys offensively with with Kellen Moore and and the way this, this plays out. I just I know what people have seen. I understand what the record is for the Bucks, and I understand how bad they could look, and I understand how – clunky they can look. I just think they're comfortable in that. I hope you're right. They're going to drag the... I think they're going to drag the Cowboys into that style game. The Cowboys don't like playing that. Cowboys like to play pretty. The Bucks are okay playing ugly. That's why I'm going with, with the Bucks. Alright. That's why I'm... I hope I'm wrong. You hope I'm right? I hope you're right. I hope you're right. <laughs> I hope you're right and I get to come in tomorrow and say I'm dead wrong and the Cowboys are headed to San Francisco. We will see. Winner goes to San Francisco. Obviously, the Giants are now headed to Philly. That's your NFC playoff situation. Up next, we'll tell you why today matters. Oh, there are some lovely ladies with birthdays today. Lovely, talented ladies from the world of music and entertainment. We will get you that on this January 16th. MLK Day, obviously. We'll mention that as well. Plus, it's a big day for our man Zay. We'll tell you why on the horn. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
Yeah, yeah. Jane, gold all in my chain. Gold all in my ring. Gold all in my watch. Don't believe me, just watch it. All right, rolling through a Monday, getting ready for a big playoff game tonight. Cowboys and Bucks, 7-15 kick, 6 o'clock pregame for you right here on the horn. Zay, I do not recognize it, should I? No, no chance. No chance? No shot. Who is Zero. it? Who is it? Trinidad James. Okay. Kind of a one-hit wonder. This was the heat. What's this it called? It. All gold, everything. I was about to say, is the word gold in the title? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely singing about that gold. Trinidad James. That's good stuff. Uh, Eddie Rabbit, believe it or not. Third Eye Blind, Rainbow, and Kansas all on the show today. Plus, I'm told, Zay, it's Loonies. Loonies. They're saying that's how you say the, the beat from the top of the album. Yeah, my bad, y'all. I know y'all hit my black card on that one. But either Loonies. way, they're from Oakland. 95. I was young. I thought they were from Houston. Oh, uh, okay. Well, there you go. See, For the longest time. It sounds like a Houston song. I like how you uh, you can use your age there. I'm, I'm a young man. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, before we get into why today matters, we got this text about tonight's game. It says, from the outside looking in with just numbers, they should win, the Cowboys. But as long, a long-suffering Cowboys fan, I know the Cowboys haven't won a road playoff game since they beat the Niners in the NFC Championship game in 93, and they have never beaten Brady. Bucks by three. Somebody else texted us, Bucks by four, right around that same time. Yes, uh, Brady 7-0 against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys have lost eight straight road playoff games, if any of that matters to you. That's not why I'm picking the Bucks. I'm just telling you this matchup uh, does not strike me as a good one for the Cowboys, but history is not on their side either. So, Damn. we'll see. Must be tough to be a Cowboys fan. 93, man. Somebody said was Cow- that the mud game, or was that 94? January, that would have been 94, I think. When they lost right. to the champs. January 17th of 93 is the last time they win a, won a road playoff game. Nearly seven months before Dak was born. Somebody just pointed that out today on social media. Thanks. And Chris Bennett retweeted that to us. Thank you so much, CB. We're so glad that you got us that information. I didn't like that one. I didn't like that. I'll take it, CB. Good looking out. Keep saying the good stuff. Yeah, Zay can like that. I'm not going to like that one as we get ready for the Cowboys game tonight. All right, it's a big day for Zay. Not only is he uh, hoping the Cowboys lose, but there's another reason why today matters to Mr. Isaiah Collier. Let's get to why today matters. Here we go. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. Oh, yes, indeed. January 16th is the day Zay got married. First anniversary today. Happy anniversary, sir. So technically, we've been married for like a year and a half because we got married in 2021 in June. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't like a, it was just like a courthouse type situation. You went J-O-P? Right. Okay. But this is the one we celebrate. Okay. You decided so, that would be the one. Right. The yeah. one that everybody was at and it's the easiest one for me to remember because everybody was there. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank okay. goodness that my wife, who used to, being and E love this, who used to make me celebrate both. Or was trying to get us to celebrate both. Ooh, that's yeah, tough. that's that's a little heavy, especially yeah, on tough. the pockets. That's tough. So, yeah, this is technically the first year, even though we've been married for a little longer. Like my wife and I will still remark on. We still mark the day we met versus the day we got married 
but we don't do two anniversaries of uh, we don't do two wedding anniversaries, but we will mention that. Like I do keep up with that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, two actual two wedding anniversaries that that, that might yeah, be a little can't do it. All right, so January 16th, Zay's been married a year. Does it feel like a year? Longer, shorter? What does um, it feel? Um I don't know. I I guess I don't know how it feels. Me and my wife, we've been together for about eight years. We've been living together for okay. around seven. So, nah, it, it just, you know, I just knew I had to make sure I got my paper gift right. That's it. Other there than go. that, then, you, you know. Yeah, my experience is it should be a mix of both. There should be times where it feels like a flash of time, and there should be times when it feels long. Just both of those things should exist. It shouldn't be one or the other. Your whole relationship can't be like, oh, it just feels like we. I just met her yesterday. Yeah. And the whole thing can't be, oh, God, it's been 30. <laughs> it, feels, it feels like 90 years. No, it's like it's, there, there's a mixture of it, though. Because on the longer side, you should feel like, oh, man, I can't even remember when she wasn't around. Yeah. Can't remember that. Oh, it, yeah, it's starting to get hard to remember. But then when you have those moments of like, oh, my God, it's already been this many years, and it feels like you know yesterday or whatever. So happy anniversary to you guys. Obviously, happy MLK Day uh, to everybody out there. It is that day today. We hope you got a chance to observe and hang out at the house and all that stuff. There's a lot of NFL going on, so that's why we're working today. So we hope we can help you with your uh, your MLK festivities. Maybe you're getting a party together or a barbecue together or a cookout together or whatever. So we're talking NFL, getting ready for Cowboys Bucks on an MLK evening tonight. I uh, hope everybody has uh, is having a great MLK day. Also, Zay, uh, we do have some birthdays today for really talented ladies in the music and entertainment industry. So today we have Sade at 64. Okay, Sade. There's no way she's ugly at 64. We've got the late, great Aaliyah, who would have been 44 today. Wow. She died in 01. You realize that? She died 22 years ago. That's crazy. Now that's one of those, it feels like just yesterday, but it also feels like a long time. Right. That, that, yeah, that's just, uh, that is Wow. Uh, So she would have been 44 today. And then yesterday, one of my favorite actresses had a birthday. I love me some Regina King. And she was 52 yesterday. Yo, Regina King. First time I saw her was probably Boys in the Hood. Okay. Where she was on there. Yeah, she had the braids and Boys in the Hood. And you remember one of my favorite scenes is when Doughboy, Ice Cube, he gets out of the pen. And they have like that barbecue in the backyard. And Regina King is like, yo, who is that? <laughs> and she's talking about Cuba Gooding and yep. stuff. And Nia Long, who was with Cuba Gooding in the movie, was like, is he, Regina's like, is he taken? And Nia Long goes, yes. Yes. Yes, it's one of my favorite parts of the movie. Regina King's amazing. She directs movies now, directs shows and stuff. Yep. Super talented. I don't know if you know the cartoon show, The Boondocks. She voiced like the oh no both like both the childs in there, Riley and Huey. I know she's uh, she's done so many cool things. Like she's so versatile. Yeah, I love Regina King too. I think I'm all the way. The first time I would have seen Regina King, I think it's all the way back to she was a daughter on Two Two Seven. I think. Damn. I think she was somebody. Lisa from Sister Sister. She was somebody's daughter. I think on Two. Two two seven. You double check that for me with uh, Mar- <laughs> two, two, seven. Mar- Marla Gibbs, Jack K. Harry, 
Um, um, oh, God, I can't remember that other. Yeah, Jack A. Harry. That's Lisa from Sister Sister. There you go. There yeah. you go. Jack A. Harry. And I, th- I swear she was somebody's daughter. She might have been Marla Gibbs' daughter yeah, she in was. that show. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I ever saw her. Love wow. that show. Because, dude, I was a Marla Gibbs guy from the Jeffersons days. Because Marla Gibbs, as Florence on the Jeffersons, one of the best side characters that ever existed on television. So I followed her to 227. I also dug the other actress who was on Sesame Street when I was super young. She found her way. One that played, I forget, was she was it Mary was her name, I think. She was in either Sesame Street or Electric Company or something like an educational show when I was a kid. I think she was Sesame Street. And uh, so I followed her there, man. I was loyal back then. Yeah. If I loved you in one thing, I'd follow you to something else. So I went I went to 227 with him. Man, 227. Jack A. Harry. Jack A. Harry. Talking about Mary and those <laughs> tight dresses and everything. Oh, love it. Out on the stoop. Uh, that was good stuff. All right, so happy birthday to Regina King yesterday. Also, of course, yesterday would have been the actual birthday for MLK. He would have been 94 yesterday. Uh, happy birthday also. Cowboy- hey, let's get some positive cowboy energy going since yesterday was the 70th birthday of the manster himself, Randy White. And if we can get him some eligibility tonight, I'll take him in the rotation because <laughs> Randy White is one of the freakiest athletes we've ever seen. The old school, if you don't know, is Maryland for Randy White. 70 years old yesterday, and the Cowboys are going to need some badass D-tackle play tonight. So let's give a little love to Randy White here as we get ready for the Cowboys and the Bucks. Yeah, Randy White, he can hit a little bit. Dude, he was so good. Undersized D-tackle, but tough as nails. Love Big 54 there. Also, Zay, let's give credit. To those big celebrations, today is Joe Horn's birthday. Joe is 51 years old today, and when he was with the Saints, he had one of the greatest celebrations we've ever seen. A lot of people hated it because it involved a prop, but he's the guy that hid the cell phone under the pad at the goalpost, pulled it out, and made a cell phone call on Sunday night football. So dope. It was hilarious. That's amazing. That was when like cell phones were still relatively new oh yeah not everybody had a cell phone at that time let me just say that it was a flip phone yeah he pulled it out and flipped it open (laughs) like that's that's the era we were talking about it looked like a burner phone from the wire that's what he pulled out from (laughs) From the wire you know what i mean like joe horn was trying to contact avon barksdale right and then as soon as he did he would break the phone like that's what it looked like he was about to do dude yo i I'm I low key miss flip phones just because if you curse somebody out on the flip phone, that shut just was the exclamation mark. On I know, it. like what mother sucker? See, F you snap right because see we used to have we used to have the actual hang up. We had that hook on the wall that you got to go bam and hang it up and yeah yeah, yeah. you tell them off. But like Seinfeld had that bit about the push button phone where it was like yeah you take that then you're looking for the button to turn it off it's awkward and i that's what i agree i agree with you because you know the call's over nowadays i don't know it's over i got people butt dialing me all the time yeah what huh no all i know fool is if you don't give me my money by eight o'clock i'll be there Right, like that. But nowadays, you got to find the button and go in there yeah. and turn something off, it's, it's and not as dramatic. S- slide your thumb over, whatever. I got all kinds of people that are sending me messages. Hey man, sorry, I was a butt dial. My bad. Yeah. If we had phones, we closed. It'd be different. We wouldn't have that anymore. Uh, so Joe Horn, fifty-one today. Also, if you're looking for a great inspirational story of never giving up, go look at how Joe Horn went from not in the league to in the league. He went to some community college, Zay, called Itawamba Community College in Fulton, Mississippi. What? 
and worked his way through, didn't get attention at all, and then played for an American team in an expanded CFL one year. It was complete failure, but somebody noticed him in Memphis, I think it was. And that's what got him a little attention. And then at one point he was working for he worked for Bojangles Chicken. We were talking about Bojangles the other day. Right. He worked for Bojangles and like a furniture company. He was so desperate, he went and grabbed a Jerry Rice workout video, memorized everything on the video, did the workouts, and sent it to teams trying to get attention. And eventually that plus the Canadian football thing got him some attention. That's amazing. And then he becomes Joe Horn. Yeah. That's badass. That's dope. Hey, if you're going to look at somebody's film, Jerry Rice is the guy to look at. Yeah, and a couple years ago, I forgot, remember Michael Thomas did a phone celebration, got flagged for it and fined and everything too, but he did a phone celebration for Joe Horn, and apparently it made Joe Horn cry. Wow. Joe, Joe Horn got emotional watching it on TV. <laughs> okay. I love it. Love yeah, it. Yeah, that's cool. His son's in the league too, J.C. Horn. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, There you go. Joe Horn, the man who invented the cell phone celebration, 51 years old today. All right, coming up, stems and seeds. We will get you ready for Cowboys and Bucks. Get you off the rod and hard. Remember, 6 o'clock pregame tonight for the Cowboys game right here on the Horn. Interesting that Zay would play this song on his first anniversary. Zay? Um, oh, now the female voice comes in. Should I know either of these voices? Uh, kind of. Not really. No? Okay. All right. Tell me who it is. Aaliyah. Ah, okay. And Timberland. Gotcha. We need a resolution. So she died. I'm supposed to change. Are you supposed to change? She died in 01. So what year are we talking about here? This might be her 01 album. Okay. Aaliyah. Self entitled. So sad. Overloading the plane in the Bahamas. That's what killed Aaliyah. Nine people on the plane. Everybody died. So sad. Overloaded that plane. I also read every year, I read a little thing about that. And I forget about some of the, the even crazier parts of it where, like, afterwards they found. Like Coke and alcohol in the pilot, something like that. Oh, so it wasn't just the overload of the plane, but yeah. it was like, oh, yeah, it was, that was a bad story. Um, rest in peace to the great Aaliyah. She would have been 44 today. So that's why uh, Aaliyah finds her way into the show. Trinidad James, Eddie Rabbit, Third Eye Blind, Rainbow, Kansas, the, uh, what do we, t- we hear? Loonies. The, uh, the beat at the top of the third hour, we're told loonies is how you say that. That was a good beat. Uh, some good stuff today on a Monday. Longhorn basketball gets the big win against Texas Tech. They'll look for another one tomorrow night. Zay will get you the right call segment tomorrow at 1230 as we get ready for Texas at Iowa State. Uh, if you are a fan of the Houston Texans, interesting tweet earlier that I think you might find interesting. Let's start there with Stems and Seeds. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678. Or go to avconsultations.com. How about this, say, earlier John McClain, legendary Houston media member there with the Chronicle, he uh, tweeted out, good news for the Texans, Sean Payton 
tells Colin Coward today, Saints only want a mid to low first round pick for him. Texans have a second and a 12th, and they're planning to interview Sean Payton. Oh, man, let me tell you, as a Dallas Cowboys fan, you know, talk about breaking my heart, that'll do it. Yeah, if he, sting, huh? if he ends up as the head coach of the Houston Texans, that will upset me. Yeah, I mean, we know the Chicago Bears have the number one pick, but they don't need a quarterback. And if you're Sean Payton, you know Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, who just declared today, both of those guys wouldn't be too bad to have. So if Sean Payton were to get back in coaching, him going to Houston, it would still be a rebuild, but good start to your rebuild with one of those two quarterbacks. After what happened this weekend, if you're the Chargers, would you keep Staley? After these last couple weeks? Mm. When he built that lead. He's got one more year. Then he lost it. You'd hang out. Okay. He's got one more year. They didn't have Mike Williams, which part of that's his fault. Yeah. And, yeah, just they didn't have Bosa for a lot of the season. I'll give him one more year. Okay. All right. Uh, and if you're just tuning in, Zay is picking the Cowboys to get the win against the Bucks. I'm picking the Bucks. Both of us picking kind of a, you know, rock fight type of score. 24 definitely wins it, I think, for both of us. Is that what you're, is that what you're predicting? Yeah, I'm pick, predicting around 27-17 type of game. Oh, okay. 27, uh, 27, I think, definitely wins the game. Yeah, I would love to see uh, if the Cowboys get there. I feel like they win it. Uh, I would, um, I would think that. Yeah, if you find your, if you find around that four touchdown mark, you're probably winning this game. Again, everybody looks pretty healthy. The Vita Vea question may be out there, but he's a tough mother. We know that. Ca- I, I'll be shocked if he doesn't have some reps in this game. And then Zay, let's just see who gets them. Who gets a bigger advantage out of the return of their center? Because I can argue it's the Cowboys. Because they're going to be able to plug it all up like they want to there. The Bucks aren't going to get to have the five they really want out there because of some other injuries. Cowboys get Biotish in, though. I think they get to plug it all up, you know, plug it in there the way they want with those five. Yeah, two keys to this game for me. Obviously, it's the third down and red zone uh, percentages there. But just making it a little bit more basic, if the Cowboys get pressure on Tom Brady and if Dak Prescott has a clean game. If both of those things work, Cowboys should win. Yeah, oh, I definitely agree with those two ingredients. Uh, and again, I please, Dak Prescott – and Kellen Moore and Tony Pollard prove me wrong. I got Bucks like 24-13, 24-16, somewhere in there. But uh, I do think that it's going to be a tough, tough matchup. The Brady thing matters overall. That road playoff game thing matters. Cowboys away from home have been very different, and they've just got to find, you know, they got to find better moments for Dak Prescott. The beginning of this game is going to be critical. Who gets a lead first? Can you get Dak in a rhythm early? That's the other thing, Zay. When it goes bad for Dak, I feel like there's always one in the first, what, five minutes of the ball game. It happens too quick. Yeah, yeah, like the one versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, exactly. That's a yeah, perfect example. You don't want something like that to happen, and you're handing an opportunity to Tom Brady, of all people. All right, Cowboys and Bucks tonight, 6 o'clock pregame, 7.15 on the kick. Ball Don't Lie is coming up with Rod and Hards. They'll give you their thoughts on the NFL weekend as well as the game tonight. We'll Once we get back tomorrow, we'll know all the matchups officially, and we'll start digging into those and a little, get a little bit of cleanup on the NFL weekend. And as I mentioned, 12.30 tomorrow, Zay breaking down Texas at Iowa State in the right call segment as we get you some more Texas basketball stuff. We'll be back for a Tuesday show tomorrow. Enjoy the game tonight. Come on, Cowboys. See ya.